This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. This is another indoor edition. The topic is it is important to make something beautiful. And as I was circling around with this idea, I had um, I had thought about this topic, I think it's about a week ago. It was one of those moments where, you know, you, you think something and then you move on and you, you're trying to grasp it, sort of like a dream and trying to remember. You know, I was just thinking about this thing. Why can't I remember it? You know, it was so important. Um, and, then, and then, of course, the, the argument is, oh, notebooks, you know, we don't need notebooks because, you know, if it's really important, we're going to remember. So it's sort of this prioritizing, you know, but I'm sitting there going, you know, it was important. Like it, <laughs> so there's that contradiction, right? Uh, so maybe I can argue now that it's like, I've remembered. So it's, yeah. So why, why is it, why is it so important uh, to make something beautiful, and to a question there, it's like, well, what, what do we mean? I, I'm not talking about something that is um, physically beautiful, right? That's nice and everything. I'm I'm talking about something that is, <clears throat> say, mentally beautiful. Something that is psychologically beautiful. Um, there's there's the word aesthetically, which is you know, once again, it's it's that external. I'm talking about the internal, right? I'm not talking about the plot of the story. I'm talking, or of this way, I'm not talking about the plot. I'm talking about the story, making something beautiful in the story. Um, my my go-to manual, you know, for the for the moment, the long moment has been uh, My Story Can Beat Up Your Story by Jeffrey Allen Sketcher. And it's, it's, it's thin, doesn't, it probably costs 20 bucks or something, but uh, for a physical copy, but I'm sure it's cheaper, I can recommend it for structure, I can recommend it for like a really sweet introduction to theme, and... Um, Although all of you know structure, it's just this never-ending um, toolbox, and then for me, say I forget stuff, and and I've you know I've got to, I've got to keep going and and looking and playing with these um, ideas of narrative. And one of the things I was thinking about with uh, Sketcher's um, screenplay. Uh, book is <laughs> screen screenplay novella, uh, but it it it's um, so, something I was looking at and going, you know, well, wait a second, why, why is it? Why is he talking about uh, say self actualizing? You know that the you know that the arc, the strongest arc for a character is one that they go from not being actual, right? Not being self-conscious to where they are self-conscious, you know, or they've, you know, killed a huge chunk of their ego, or they've, um, uh, was it individuation, say, if, you know, to go on the Jungian route, it's Carl Jung, well, you know, that this is, you know, the, the big goal, right? The final, um, the final push, the, the climax, you know, of of one's own experience as a human being. And I think I'm answering it as I'm say, asking this question. I was like, why why is Sketcher doing this? Why why not just leave it open ended, you know, and, and it's up to the um <laughs> the constructor, right? The 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 creator, the creative uh, to say, you know, what the direction we're going in. But, you know, Sketcher is giving us this sort of, you know, hey, this is what we're all going for. Uh, as as I've been going along and looking, you know, and, and even talking, doing this, 
this this podcast that I you know I keep coming back to you know wh- you know what is it we're doing what is, what is the apex of storytelling and and I'll come back to things you say you know helping right T- helping teaching um, e- even though you know, for, especially for myself I had a horrific time with um, high school and uh, yeah couldn't get worse <laughs> you know I'm, you know so, and too I've spent years of just sort of like you know whatever but no it was it was horrific uh, and you know so here's um, I you know say me I'm sort of going you know but I don't you know I don't like education I don't want to be a teacher and yet you know that's that's the role right and it's 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 this it's teaching inner beauty right and well how do you do that for, you know through a book right and i'm just thinking of the books i love um the the plots i love the stories i love the narratives i love and that you know they they do they involve hope they involve uh you know this uh, you know this beauty of of being and you know transcendent moments however you want to you know describe them you know people in their their deepest darkest and you know they're and yet right they they have this uh, you know the, you know the diamond in the rough <clears throat> so um this beauty uh, going back to university where i was very surprised that i ended up i i wasn't planning on it there was there were there was a bit of you know sabotage going on as well that say you know a, a number of people influential people <laughs> were were sort of you know like you know look over here and i was like you know hey look creative writing and all of a sudden, I find myself studying literature. But you know, it's like, but I, you know, I hate school. So um, right, so I ended up at university, and we're studying poetry. And I, I really, I liked it. I did, um, and, but I, it was also this love hate, and still, because uh, because high school had been so, um, what is it called? Say say what, what I learned, yeah. That's the thing. It's like what I was being taught was, uh, it was sort of the the hypocrisy of of sort of you know, you know I'm okay. I'm here to learn, and um, you know, and what I learned was you know something not cool. Right. Okay. So. I'm studying poetry, and we're studying. Forgive me. I think it's, I think it's Keats. Is it Keats? Anyways, for those who know, they know. Uh, and it's uh, truth is beauty. Beauty is truth, right? Uh, but there's this question, like even at the time, I was saddled with this question. Uh, okay, well what the heck does that mean, right? That's kind of a silly thing to say. Um, I find myself, for a number of years, I've been saying cheap is cheap. <laughs> it's like if you buy something for cheap, it's, you know, it's going to be cheap. Usually, um, hey, great if you got a great deal, but um, more often than not, you know, if you're if you're buying something, I don't know, I'm thinking, you know, light bulbs or batteries or, you know, whatever you're buying, you know that the quality and et cetera et cetera it it is just you know it's not going to last long it's not going to look good et cetera et cetera um, uh, truth truth is yeah so what so what is truth uh, there's there's a discussion in um politics that I think has always existed. I'm sure if we go back, you know, that the Greeks are, are having this discussion about um, what is truth. And, like, say, politically, that, you know, you could you could argue the two sides of the fence and go, well, um, 
we see things a certain way, right? And, you know, it, the, our values are what's true um, versus uh, facts, right? Versus, um, yeah, the facts, the Sherlock Holmes facts. Um, but even those say, uh, like say, I always sat back and, and, you know, found myself thinking, as going, well, what if he's wrong, though? Like, what if... What if he sort of added all of this up and, and you know, we've caught somebody, you know, uh, of course there are ways to prove and it seems like a lot of, especially older mystery stories that they would, you know, they would end up with um, tr tricking somebody into revealing their um, cr crime or um, is it complicity? Um, right, so truth and there, there's a statement going on in my brain that I, I remember it was being in a class and talking about truths and I think it was like uh, uh, the absolutes and saying that there was no absolute and as far as as far as truth goes it's probably something a bit different than that uh, it's been a while and um, but for me, it was literature, poetry, sitting there with that statement and and going, okay, right, so if something is beautiful, it is true. And, if, you know, and um, truth, vice versa, <laughs> truth is beautiful. Um, and as, as far as, say, rhetoric goes, you know, that things, you know, when we flip around things that say they don't, they don't work the same way, you know, say statements, you know, well, if, you know, if that's this, you know, if that's true, then, you know, this other thing is true and going, no, 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 it doesn't, you can't just flip things over. Um, right. So my first thought was that, oh, if you, if you look at something and it is beautiful, it is true like say something physically beautiful, you know, aesthetically pleasing. You, you, like say for me, there was a painting I saw in Korea and I, I don't think I've ever felt that way before with this paint, with art, right? I've, you know, seen things and I've liked things, but this was something that just struck me as beautiful. And thankfully I've been able to remember it as a, as this moment there was a there was this kind of transcendence to it that I was all of a sudden I I, I was lifted up and I was um, or or just this feeling of much more right than just just a painting and and to I remember I th I think I've told this story before that I think it was a hundred dollars and and I was okay with buying it but there wasn't enough money. And so I, you know, I had to, I had to leave it. And, um, there was this regret, but at the same time I was carrying with me this, this memory, this beautiful memory. And, and I've, I've carried that with me and, and I, I keep coming back to that. I've, I've worked it into my writing. Uh, it's become part of my, Oh, um, I don't want to say repertoire, almost like mythology, like a kind of mythos of, you know, imagery and symbolism. So I've, you know, I, it, it's worked its way in there, but it's also something that say it's intangible. It doesn't exist, right? It's a memory of, of, a, a moment, a, a painting, an experience, and there's this elaboration. And I'll, I'll think sometimes about oh, what if I had had the money and then, you know, I got the painting and I brought it and it was with me all the time, would it have the same uh, value uh, going on? Say, you know, that it's a physical thing, you know, would, would that sort of repetition of seeing it all the time, that it, it would, instead of, say, this desperation to hold on to the experience, um, yeah, Mm, because I do have things that I've carried with me, right? I do have um, things that are important to me. Um, that said, too, 
my own personal experience uh, that say I I would have things uh, uh, taken away, right? I would have things that just, you know, um, yeah. Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, a couple different, different, couple different meanings there. A couple different um, uh, ways of explaining it. But I, I would like more to sort of s stick with this, um, this uh, topic that it is important to create beauty, to create something that is beautiful, that create experience, beautiful experiences, um, but also bringing it down to that singularity of creating um, the beautiful experience, to, to be returning to it. Um, so this is, this is for me versus, uh, say, um, I'm trying, somebody else. I'm trying, I'm sort of looking back at things I've written and there was always this quest. There was always this sense of going, looking for something, going towards this experience. Uh, I'm trying to remember if, if I had early on, if there was this uh, quality. And I, I'm having, a, I'm remembering early on having moments, and to not say very clear, but there were these moments of experience of beauty, right? And, uh, and definitely there was this quest for it, a kind of grail quest, if you will. Right, so, uh, say Sketcher, I, uh, you know, this screenplay manual that you know, e even within just, say, talking about writing, that there's these moments of, um, say, looking at the protagonist's arc. Um, I've, I've mentioned Joseph Campbell a number of times, probably too much. And, and once again, there's this notion of, of say, of transformation. And going from, you know, not, um, not being beautiful inside to being having this beauty within this experience of of, of beauty, uh, a character can be healing from something. A character can be um, creating something, doing something dynamic in the world um, that is awesome. For example, uh, from a selfish position. You know, I, I need it, right? I I need those stories. I need to read stories that, that are um, cultivating that, creating that, um, inside the mindscape, you know, or the um, the psyche, right? It's a sort of like you know, go. We're all walking around with. I've called it before, dusting, and. You say that that for me that's a way to to define it and to um, say that's what that's what the cause is right you you, know, you could totally get into it's like well what creates that um, and and personally I I look at it as you know that we that we manufacture that in in order to define um, define what what we are as a say a civilization right. Um, what what happens the next day when we get rid of all of our borders, right? <laughs> you know that we, in a, in a true sense, you know that is a total utopia, right? It would be impossible, right? Because um, then and then too, right? It's a nightmare scenario, right? Because it truly, right? You know, and too, that's I mean, it's impossible to do that, you know, because it it defines us it's identity right you know i am not you you are not me as as far as say nationalities and things like that go okay um to create beauty is to contrast what i just mentioned right you know borders um that beautiful experience transcends borders that that uh the creation of of beauty, and again, once again, I'm not talking about um, fashion. I'm not talking about models. I'm not talking about um, and, and to 
that there's this promotion of mental illness there, but also in in other areas uh, where that that further promote um, a, a narrative of uh, narrative of duality, a narrative of um, and two extremes, and in it is this mental illness, the promotion of mental illness, um, rather than being a whole being that we're manufacturing this state of fragmentation. And, uh, and two, that it's, it's normal and that it's, um, it serves a function, and it certainly does. Uh, right. So, <laughs> so getting back to this um, topic. Uh, three books I have out right now with different purposes so these are from the library. I have Terry Pratchett's The We Free Men. And that was one that I wasn't looking for. And, you know, I know Terry Pratchett. I know the title of the book. And I just happened to see it on the shelf. And so I I, um, I was like, oh, hey. And then I opened it up and I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Because I've read other Terry Pratchett. But this was different. And it's it sort of caught my attention. And the other one is um, The Never-Ending Story. So this is Michael uh, End or Ende. How would the Germans say it? It's German. Um, it's, it's got this amazing printing job that it's... Um, uh, some of the uh, text is colored... The, yeah, the text is colored um, green and some of it's colored red. And it represents these two states... Of uh, of being really, and um, and so I got that out for research. I wasn't expecting the colors, and it also has these amazing illustrations. Uh, right. So this is research. So it's different. Um, I've done an episode of talking about Nevering Story and about the Jungian uh, symbolism in in it, uh, which again is leading to this um, transformational um, experience. And then finally, I've got Harry Potter um, and the Order of the Phoenix, the Order of the Phoenix. Um, right, so I'm, I'm reading one, <laughs> and that's the Harry Potter one, and then I'm doing research. This is the never-ending story, which, and too, it's, it's sad research. It's more sort of like, it's you know this physical sort of representation that um um and then finally the terry pratchett which again is is this sort of like you know what the heck is he doing and checking out his the um style yeah 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 <clears throat> um cuz it's it's writing in this different voice i've i've noticed and and yet they're all concerned with um, I have this, I have this feeling that um, J.K. Rowling that she's writing with um, with Jungian symbolism. So let me explain. Um, the phoenix is the end goal of um, the symbol is the end goal. One of the end goals for um, uh, Jungian um, Jungian. Um, What's it called? <laughs> Individuation, right? Which is using uh, symbolism, symbolism from alchemy. And the first book for Harry Potter was the Philosopher's Stone, which again is, is this connection to alchemy. And then the Phoenix is a connection. Uh, and then um, there's, there's, gotta be, there's others, but I'm not super, super clear. Whereas with um, The Neverending Story, I got a much greater feeling um, for that. Um, so, uh, this, the creation of something beautiful, is is it possible? Like, I'm thinking of things like, say, grim dark. Um, you know, this genre that has, uh, it was into, it's always existed, but say with the popular popularity of, 
Game of Thrones, that we, you know, we have this, you know, sort of um, dour view of everything. That's always been around, um, and and yet, is is there this uh, preoccupation with beauty? Is there this consideration? Um, and I think there is, especially say stuff that is. I don't want to say relevant, but I just said it, that say has this meaning to it. Uh, Jeffrey Allen Sketcher is, there. there's this uh, wrangling and wrestling with theme, and, and, I, and, I, and I go back to that, and I still have difficulty with this, you know, every scene uh, must argue theme, that's you know I have on one level I have difficulty and and go you know why why can't it be anything, why does there have to be this uh, argument that's going on and and then to say it's an argument that we know we planned it instead of just this banter back and forth and oh these two characters you know they hate each other and love each other and it's this slow burn, uh, you know this long fuse flickering fuse to the end. So, the in 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 the creation, it, say that there's this accidental creation, you know, of beauty, this preoccupation um, with morality, right? You know, ultimately we want characters to do the right thing. Um, you know, we all have this craving for for that, and then I'm just having this sort of voice in the back of my mind going, you know, I remember, you know, I've had moments where, you know, I just wanted to see things blow up. You know, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want a story. I wanted a plot. And the plot was just, you know, um, action, adventure, violence, whatever I can get. And then, you know, of course you end up at, at the movies, you know, and there's people, um, arguing about their emotions or, or expressing their emotions and arguing and and yeah <laughs> you know I I totally understand I totally get it but um, and, and 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 there's the question there I, I I know I've talked about violence a number of times and the you know the necessity of it you know is it say you know, we realize that we're in a violent world, and so you know we are, we are sort of preparing ourselves. We you know we, we have this shared narrative of the enemy, right? And um, or, or say you know the warping, um, the warping of our elections and the warping of our democracy. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, being being influenced. Um, by, and two, it's, it, it could be equally influenced wi- from within. Why, why is that important? Um, there is a, there is a beauty in, in what we have created and what we are, um, involved in. Uh, and, and of course there's this argument, there's this theme that we live in of, of what is the, the, what is the best way. Um, we all want the best way, but we've got to argue it through and hope that we get, you know, the information and the facts, and that, you know, okay, well, why is that a beautiful thing? <laughs> and as sort of as I find myself arguing with about, you know, oh, what about dictatorships and totalitarian states and um, monarchies? What you know. You know what's so bad? What's so bad about those uh, compared to what we're doing? There's the argument there, and then there's the argument within, um, like say whatever country you're in, and um, sort of we're doing the North American experience. We're up north. We're doing the Canadian experience, and with within that, we have our ongoing argument about what is the best way to do this thing. And as frustrating it as it is, it it is a, a beautiful endeavor. Um, you know, we do have these moments where we shine, and where we're valuing each other. So we're making this beautiful thing.
and to this within that there's this argument about that about well what you know what what is you know say is ultimate freedom is is that the best thing you know and then and then we put restraints on it well we you know we don't have we're not going to go do this and we're not going to do that advocate or allow it um say within the you know context what do we mean by that um just violence <laughs> just anything that is connected to violence you know we're all in agreement and you know it's like, uh, you know we don't like that right um, um and and even say with uh with what's going on um because because we're having this racism where i am right now and and it, it just mind-blowing violence uh yeah um uh, yeah and, and Let's see, the beautiful thing. So, so, so I'm I'm stuck. I'm coming back to this argument of, well, well, why, you know, why can't we? Of course we can. We can write books that aren't preoccupied with um, this inner beauty, this beauty within. Um, that say that. We totally can, you know. We do. We tell stories. Stories. We have plots. We but we have these stories of, of of beauty, um, within that is. And two, there's probably a word for this that I'm totally missing, right? You know, a word that means inner beauty. Uh, but that we don't. Um, yeah, that we we don't use. So maybe maybe it has to be invented or something. Um, so there's a opportunity for you know wordsmiths out there, linguists, conlang uh, people, constructed language. Right. So uh, I have written things. I have written grotesque um, things um, into things that have just bubbled up at that speak to things. Speak to, also to a lack of, and um, a wrestling, wrestling with that, right? And and to say that I don't have this thing, at least not in um, a lot, right? Not having whether you define it as self-esteem, um, if you define it as you know valuing yourself, and um, and to not the physical. But you know the psychological, uh, mental health. It, it, maybe that's just the way to say it. Okay, so, yeah, and and two, I, I you know I argue that you know we exist in this narrative that is in conflict with that. That um, you know our literature does reflect this this difficulty you know we're not all walking around shining and um and and being awesome uh 24/7 but we're in this conflict and and wrestling um with these two parts of ourselves you know the external and the internal uh right and so uh, it is important to make beautiful things. It is important to write, you know, beautiful um, books, uh, you know, that that are about this. And um, <laughs> it's it's important to me, and I'm of the mind that um, the, you know, the more the merrier, uh, the more the better. Can we still do um, do awesome stuff? Uh, I can attest I'm doing awesome stuff right now in, in the sense of like if you sit down with Star Wars or something like that that you know it's it's oh my gosh right you know these are this massive body count and um, there's violence and, um, and and yet you know here I am especially the you know the you know the golden twelve year old memories I have that are just sort of you know this is incredible right you know sitting there with my childhood friends going this is really awesome and great and so on and so forth, um, but it's brutal and 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 yet right there's this uh, 
beauty within it, this, uh, you know, this, this value that, that's going on, um, you know, affection being shared uh, between people and people rising above, you know, their, their sort of gross materialism. I'm not, I'm not totally against materialism. I'm, I'm just against gross <laughs> materialism, right? You know, like, um, anyways, you know what I mean. No, Moss, we don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so gross materialism would be, say, that, you know, the ones, say, a greed. There we go. Just, you know, greed. And, um... Like, say, you know, that having the option, right, presented to you, and it's, you know, just going for the greed. And, or, or say, well, it would be even better if it was something like, oh, well, I'll go with the greed, but then I'll take that greed and I will, you know, give something to charity. But that's not greed, right? Greed doesn't do charity. Um, you know, greed, greed sets up uh, fraud, scams, you know, things like that, saying it's a charity, but it's actually, it's actually not, you know, the money's just going, being spent, it's going in the bank, it's for uh, paying for, you know, the jet. Unbelievable. So, let's bring it all back home. Uh, the, or is it too early? It's too early to do that. Um, I'd argue that the, it's the most important. Um, it's the most important thing to write about. I, I struggle with my screenplay manual and this notion of synthesis, and because what it's doing, to, uh, like say, I'm arguing that it's make it's about peace, and it's about. Uh, there's arguments against that, but that there's this bringing together. You know, rather than the conflict that's happening in the theme, that there's this uh, marriage of the two. There's this bridge that is happening. Um, it, it it's not like say um, uh, Luke Skywalker is making peace with. Oh, I think its name is is Tarth. He's this. Um, he's it's not Christopher Lee. That's the other guy. It's it, it, in the movie. Darth Vader is not the actual um, antagonist. So if you can think of the Empire's bad guy, um, and two, it's interesting that it's not the Emperor, but it's this um, um, lackey general, something. Right. So it's 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 not that piece between them, but um, it's it's this conflict within the protagonist. Hmm. So I think I've argued myself into a hole with this question of, of, of beauty. Hmm. Anyways, I'm going to keep going, and you can make up your own mind, right? Because that's what theme's all about. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, beautiful, beautiful writing. Uh, for me, Lord of the Rings, I started early with The Hobbit and then moved into Lord of the Rings, and um, not so much in The Hobbit. I mean, there were these moments of um, valuing, you know, that say, uh, what is important, what is the important thing to do? And, and then Lord of the Rings is much more definite. And we get things like, um, it's just that scene in Lord of the Rings holding up this, uh, I think it's a vial, they said, but it's this uh, glass container, and it has this um, w liquid that water that has captured uh, light. Was it starlight? A certain star's light? Which is an awesome idea. Um, but th there was this hope, there, were, um, there was this phrase that was said as well, that just naturally came from, um, I think it might have been Frodo or Sam, but somebody was just, it just rolled out of them as they held up this, you know, this 
um, bot- bottle of light, starlight, and and that it shines and it drives back, you know, the representative of, anyways, you know, big spider, um, Shelob. There you go. I, I'm pretty sure. I, anyways, uh, yeah. So so there's this hope. In, in the writing, there's this, also, there's this um, horror. There's this huge amount of antagonism. Um, and, and yet there's this rising up to, to the challenge. And not once, but there's, you know, many times um, people discussing it, um, that when we see, you know, these actions that are done. Right. Um, so what is what is beautiful and in 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 this whole context it's it's about valuing other people and it's about uh, sharing and so it's this communication you know being in this um dialogue and saying you know and talking about what is what is most imp- important and two within that like i said earlier there's this argument it's political it's you know um there are things that we can agree on but even then there's arguments that that um that uh, overturn um like say my my violence oh we should you know you know violence is wrong violence is wrong and yet um you know we we use violence to protect ourselves and to protect our way of life and, um, you know, our, you know, democracy, our, our civil rights, um, that, you know, we, we hire people to, uh, guard hopefully, right. You know, and, and they, (laughs) I'm such a traitor to the freak lifestyle that I, I grew up in. Um, but, but and too the the problem was though you know, blah blah blah, but, um, you know I I am rooting for I I'm rooting for the, the utopia you know let us always be headed in that direction and you know yeah it doesn't exist, but right it's it's better to be moving in that direction. You know the you know Star Trek, right. And even had, even Star Trek had its troubles, right? It's ongoing, you know. Was it a five-year mission, right? Just <laughs> never-ending mission. Okay, um, just jumping back to beauty is truth, and truth is beauty. Um, truth uh, versus a lie. Truth uh, to tell the truth and. I, I sit there with it and, and go, um, it's, it's, of course, it's not always great to tell the truth um, because there's, there's consequences. I'm thinking of, you know, a trial. I'm thinking of, you know, you swear to tell the truth. And if you don't tell the truth and then it eventually comes out, which it seems that, it, you know, it does happen... Uh, that it that's perjury and it's a really bad thing you know you're 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 guilty of something else and then of course these other things that you lied about you know of they're probably some kind something bad in them right so you, it's it's doubly you know a problem um and so so lying you know and to these are obvious but it's sort of like say I I want to understand as well. I want to I want to communicate. You know what what makes truth beautiful, you know, and what makes lie a lie ugly. Um, once again, it, it, these those are externals. Beauty, yes, but you know, say ugly. You know, but that's physical, right? That's this sort of you know an ugly thing on the outside. There's this medieval um, perception as well, that of you know, if something is beautiful, it's good. And if something is ugly, you know, it's evil. Uh, these, these weird things, 
like say, you know, right hand versus left hand. Oh, everybody uses the right hand except for the bad people who use the left hand. You know, and it's that's nonsensical. And but it comes from this desperation to explain, um, you know, how things work. Ah, uses the left hand must be a bad person. You know, and then think about all of the bad people that have right hands, and I'm sort of going, I'll bet that most of the left-hand people, though, are, you know, <laughs> pretty good, pretty nice. Um, right, so just to remove that, I'm not talking about externals. It's interesting, too, because, you know, the behavior, um, the actions that that are beautiful, though, right, know that there's that argument too there's this this um uh, video youtube video of it's it's the it's the perfect society i think i've mentioned this before and they'll do things like say um celebrities famous people are say in science and too this is the perfect society that there's science um philosophers people who are um, uh, like focused on on doing on making the world you know a healthier happier place, right? Um, you know, ver- versus say uh, I- idolizing um, nincompoops. <laughs> I don't think I've said that word ever. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so. Right, yeah. Nincompoops are not, you know, not, they're, they're really obsessed with um, something else. You could have nincompoops that are, you know, that, you know, end up sort of, you know, um, arguing for, you know, a healthier, happier world and being on that side. Uh, it seems like a lot of it, though, is not. It seems like it really, a lot of it is just not. It doesn't even seem like it. It's just, it's just not. Okay, um, so truth and lies, so telling the truth. With, with the lie, it's obscuring, um, concealing in order to um, get something, that we, we desire something that is, we feel is not going to occur um, if, if we tell the truth. And so we're covering it up with a lie because we want... We want approval, or we want an experience to continue that's, say, under threat. And we feel so unstable, like, say, that, um, I'm just trying to think of a situation, that something bad has happened, and we don't want that information to, to ruin a good thing. And not necessarily good, but, say, for, for oneself, that it has this... Um, that it you know fires off the endorphins. It's 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 the object of desire, and that it will be under threat if if the truth comes out. So we're involved in this smear campaign. We're involved with um, disinformation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Nothing new. Nothing new about that. Um, and, and on on the flip side, with the truth, it will it will wreck all of that stuff. And if, but, you know, but, you know, the lie, um, concealment, a huge amount of energy goes into that. It's a weird thing, too, because it seems to say, you know, say a lifestyle based on that is, like, it's it's a lot to, to conceal. And um, there's also this manufacturing like say, why, well, why on earth do you have to sort of, why on earth do you have to cover it up? Um, and once again, because, you know, not to, not to lose uh, the illusion, you know, not to, you know, the fabrication. We want that. We want it in place. We want to seem a certain way uh, rather than the reality, which is, that's interesting, right? Preferring, preferring to be viewed in a certain way, a fantastical kind of way, um, an illusionary way versus the reality. 
uh, yeah, so the reality is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is so obvious, right? But there's probably a philosopher out there nodding sagely going, mm, yes, he's getting closer, he's getting closer. Um, right, okay, this is for you. This is for you, philosopher. You, you know, you um, with your stone, right, the philosopher's stone. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to remember, I think there was an elixir as well, and I don't know if it was the elixir vitae, but, um, anyways. Actually, I talked with a guy, sorry, this is segue, but it's totally connected. I was talking with a guy, local, um, local writer, local author, uh, Graham Darling. Um, he does sci-fi fantasy too. And so he's in Vancouver, Canadian. Um, but we had this long talk after the science fiction convention, um, I guess a couple years ago. And we got on the subject of, uh, alchemy. Cause I, cause I said I was using the symbolism, this Jungian symbolism. And, and then he started telling me about how he, he actually uh, did something, and it had to do with gold, getting gold into this liquid form, and and that you would drink it, right? And so, you know, basically it's, oh, let's see, how can I say this? Mm, that the Philosopher's Stone, trans, there's this transformation, transforms uh, ordinary, say, uh, you know, a metal into gold, like lead into gold, something along those lines. And that this gold then can be made into this liquid that you could drink, and it kind of, you know, does this thing. Anyways, he, you know, he laid it out. He said, I've actually done this. I've demonstrated this at, at the local, um, what is it called? Medieval, I want to say convention, but that's not quite right. Um, they do meet at medieval fairs, though, I think. Um, the Society of Creative Anachronism, SCA, there we go. And so, yeah. And, and two, we, it was like an interview. Really, it was just a conversation. And I, I've tried to get Graham again. I've you know, said, you know, let's do an interview. And he's like, you know. <laughs> We've talked about it, but it just never happened. And two, this is normal, though, with, with other writers. Um, you know, you, you sort of want to be prepared, right? You want to be sort of solid and not sort of, um, you know, make make an accident come across as, you know, this um, person. That we all have these ideas of who we are and, uh, you know, the the mask, the persona that we wear. And we, you know, we want to, we want to be that. And we don't want to be, um, you know, foolish. And um, I think, too, that that's kind of why I'm doing things with, say, the sock puppets. And that there's this destroying my ego i don't think it'll you know of course you know you're you're sort of you know the gift <laughs> the gift that keeps giving the, the ego right hey congratulations here's a bunch of labels stamp 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 and uh, that very much connects though with um with you know the lie of the persona and the ego versus uh the truth of, of you know, who and what we really are, right? And, and that we can't tell anybody about. Because once we do that, right, it'll just destroy reality, right? People, what? <laughs> you know, horrified, right? Shh, we're not supposed to talk about that, right? We're not supposed to reveal our secret identity. <clears throat> mm, I like that notion, too. Yeah. We're all we're all superheroes, but we're all you know concealing our identities, uh, and yeah, and the concealment right that's a lie versus the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and to in that sense, you, you can totally disagree with me, but um, in in that sense, this the, the 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 truth of say who we are 
you know, that is a beautiful thing. And as, as I'm, I feel like I'm seeing arguing into this corner, you know, where, where there's this chair waiting for me in a dunce hat. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a good, it's a good place. Um, I actually write in a corner. My desk is in a corner. It's a corner desk. It's this triangle and it, it's, um, so I come back to that sort of, you know, I'm, being punished and being put into the corner. So one way of viewing it. Truth is beauty. And I think I've argued myself into this lovely position. And I'm thanking, you know, I'd like to thank the English lit professor, instructor, and um, be because of the introduction. You know, yes, I put myself into it, but um, they could have chosen something else. And... It, it it it's been good to be carrying that um that phrase of uh you know beauty is truth truth is beauty or or the other way around but it's um you know say as i'm going along and and, and talking about it that within what we are writing it is it is about you know the lie of the grotesque world of masks uh, versus the truth of the um, internal world of beauty. How about that? <laughs> and yet, and yet, it's not quite you know, because I'm sitting there and going, "Beauty." You say beauty, people go right to, uh, you know, whatever you know, oh, you know, the most beautiful person in the world, whoever it is in your definition. And, um, you know, and to that horrible feeling of, you know, that, what is it called? It, it feels sort of like, you know, a clench inside the chest. Like suddenly the lungs are just clenching up, right? And with, uh, with, you know, seeing somebody who's beautiful and you're, you're just sort of, what the heck? But say the contrast too, and you might not, you know, have this, you know, dilemma, but I like to think that we all do that say, you know, it's that it's universal and, and that we are just sort of bowled over by, you know, quote unquote, beautiful people, you know, and yet it's a lie. Number one, uh, and that we're you know sort of falling into something uh, codependent, or um, that we see something in them that say that we recognize or that we we desire, um, and two it can be things like say their status right or their um, confidence right you know we want to be like them right we sort of we see something going on. It's a weird thing, too, because, like, say, you know, the nincompoops, but uh, that there's actors, actresses, etc., who are, like, say, you know, physically, you know, if you, if you remove everything else and going, you know, oh, wow, you know, they're, they're actually not that good looking, but they've got something going on that, you know, you know that this confidence say that they are and then vice versa i've i've seen quote unquote you know beautiful classically beautiful people right you know handsome right there's a ha very handsome man and you know and yet and yet zero confidence or you know very little uh, jumping back to the books we love uh, I want to argue that the ultimate theme that we're all working on, like that, you know, the conversations that every character uh, into that we are having within ourselves, um, the debate is between these two extremes of truth and beauty. Um, and I want to argue that most of us are on this side of beauty, right? But we are, you know, gifted with this lovely set of luggage, um, you know, that, that is not, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not truthful, right? It's, it's a lie. Um, 
and and yet we we're forever carrying around that uh, that baggage. So, so the truth the truth is on the inside, and the lie is on the outside. This reminds me of my uh, a dear old friend and um, was it Eric Dickstein, and we've known each other for a while, and. Uh, he was fond of saying, he, you know, every so often, and too it was a segment of our, you know, of our time together, and he would say, sounds like a, you know, being in a prison cell, but he, um, he, he, he kept bringing up uh, living the lie, right, or the, the lie, right, he would talk about the lie. Um, and And that's something that I remember, right, that, you know, when we're talking about not being authentic, not being real, right? Not um, not being truly who we are, uh, in but instead, um, living the lie. You know, going out there and not, um, you know, n- not being beautiful. It, feel, it does feel like that because, you know, w- you know what what is beauty, right? You know who. Who's sitting and there is there are people that sit there and decide, right? You know, it's like, well, this season it's going to be, you know, we're gonna have origami, um, origami everything, right? And it's uh, it's gonna be red origami. That's that's what's in this year. Right. And then here's here's saboteurs, cultural saboteurs such as myself. Is that what you are? <laughs> Uh, right. So how are we doing? All right. Oh, hey, this is it. Okay. Thanks for listening. This has been fun. Um, yeah, uh, it's important to create beautiful things. <laughs>